Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Every day, millions take to the internet to find love, a date, or just a hookup. While many encounters become exciting new relationships, some become devastating dates with death. I'm about to tell you the story of one such deadly online connection. Welcome to I Met My Murderer Online. I'm Patricia Brown, but you can call me Patches. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Thomas Montgomery was a 46-year-old when his life changed forever. Thomas lived a quiet life in the suburbs of Buffalo, New York. He and his wife Carol had two beautiful daughters, and he worked at a nearby factory. Thomas could have been going through sort of a midlife crisis. This is journalist Joe Garner. It's pretty common for men in their 40s to crave some sort of excitement in their lives, which can lead to a number of questionable choices. You could describe Thomas Montgomery's life as being very basic, very appropriate. This is journalist and documentarian Barbara Schroeder, who produced the documentary Tall Hot Blonde. He was a good boy. He got and he got married. He had a couple of kids. He was a good father. He was the Sunday school deacon. He was at one point he was his girl's swim coach. And the neighbors, all the neighbors I talked to said, Hey, this is the guy who would he'd bring out the sleds and all the kids would sled. So he had this life that he was supposed to live, and he was doing right by that. Sex in a relationship is only part of it. There's communications, the other part. Barbara convinced Thomas Montgomery to sit for an interview. 
I talked to some of our ministers we had at the church, and uh, they just told me that I should communicate with her and, and this and that. And there's times we would try, but I would uh, I would never see her side of the story. It was always my side. I, I wasn't disappointed in her. I was more disappointed in, in, in how my life was. I mean, I had great kids. I had a great wife, but it seems like I felt guilty because I wasn't satisfied. I wanted something else. This former Marine had achieved the American dream, a perfect nuclear family. But there was something missing deep down. He was feeling like the kids were getting older and he he didn't really have anything for himself. And so he got into these game rooms, he started chatting, and he was off to the races because he was able to feel special, he was invigorated, and it was something for him to do, to feel like he was having some fun in life, which he wasn't having before. Thomas joined a website called Pogo. Pogo was a very popular site for teens that contained games and chat rooms. We'll never know what brought Thomas to Pogo.com. Perhaps it was to check on a site that his daughters would frequent or just to kill time on a quiet evening. Either way, Thomas signed under the screen name Marine Sniper. His profile lists him at 18 and in the Marines. While it was true that Thomas was a Marine. This is former Secret Service agent Eldridge Armstrong. There is no record of him ever training as a sniper. It was a small, harmless lie, but the first of what would become a long series of dishonest claims. While on the site, he comes across user Tall Hot Blonde, and her profile matches her username. She was indeed tall, hot, and blonde. She reaches out to him and they begin flirting with each other back and forth. Hi, Marine Sniper. Are you really a sniper? I'm 18 and I'm from West Virginia. I always wanted to be a combat Marine. I always wanted to go to war. I don't know, maybe I'm crazy or stupid or something, but I always wanted to test my skill against somebody else. And doing that with Jesse let me live that life that I knew I was never gonna live. Thomas, in an effort to escape the reality of him being a middle-aged man who was out of shape, lied and said he was a Marine sniper who had done some bad deeds. I don't want to talk about it. We can talk about whatever you want. This opened Montgomery up to blackmail, as how could he know who her true identity, or even if she was a woman? What are her motives? Is she a Russian spy? Unknown. This may have been a new concept back in 2005, but nowadays, meeting someone romantically online has become commonplace. Not just through dating apps like Tinder or OkCupid, but through chat rooms on Facebook. But back then, it was pretty easy to lie about who you were. Thomas would further his lie about who he was, calling himself Tommy, an Iraq-bound 18-year-old Marine. Thomas used an old photo of himself to legitimize his claim. Tall Hot Blonde revealed herself to be Jessie, a softball player in her senior year of high school, living in West Virginia. As the two become closer, Jessie would send Tommy risque photos and videos of herself, believing she was sending them to a hot young Marine. Yeah, you getting on the pogo tonight? Gonna play a little bit? Yeah, he's taking there. Let's go. In a possible ploy to make himself seem like he had young friends, Thomas lured his coworker, 22-year-old Brian Barrett, into his new online world. Initially, when Thomas was in that chat room talking to his, you know, hot young Jesse. Um, He was showing it off to people at work, like, oh, look who I'm talking to. He didn't tell him he was pretending to be an 18-year-old Marine, but he would say, it's me, I'm talking, look at the attention that I can get. 
And then one day, I don't know, out of bravado or whatever, but he invited uh, Brian to, they knew they all played in the Pogo chat room, and he invited him into a game as if to show Jesse off. Hey boys, tall, hot, blonde in the house. It is still insanely inappropriate when you consider his wife, daughters, and the fact that Jesse is a high school student. At first, Thomas was still hesitant. He knows that the two will never be able to meet, and the thrill of flirting seems harmless. Jesse would request photos of him, and he would send old pictures of himself at boot camp. He would inflate himself as young Tommy, saying that he had been a covert op with deeds best left unsaid. As the lie deepened, so did their feelings for each other. Soon the relationship shifted to the real world. Jesse and Thomas began talking on the phone, sending love letters and graphic virtual sex. This caused Thomas some discomfort because in a stroke of irony, Thomas was impotent. In some sense, their relationship evolved like any other. It began with harmless flirting, but as they began to learn more about each other and spend more time together online, the feelings grew. But just because Tommy was a lie doesn't mean that his feelings for Jesse were. Thomas would begin to obsess over her, cutting off time spent with his family so he could race back to the computer. To Tommy, this online relationship was becoming a reality that was more real than the family that was right in front of him. It was the life he wanted, a world where he was still fit, and this 18-year-old could be into him. Thomas would even go as far as keeping a diary of his experience with Jesse. He wrote a personal manifesto he believed would somehow magically transform him into the person he felt Jesse would fall in love with, journalist Barbara Schroeder. Here's what he wrote. He said, on January 2nd, 2006, Thomas Montgomery, in parentheses he writes 46 years old, ceases to exist and is replaced by an 18-year-old battle-scarred Marine. All paperwork is set, birth certificate, social security card, um, I mean, he talks about how he's going to be strong and good-looking, like a red-headed Harrison Ford. And he's the best lover and has money in the bank, $2.5 And he talks about the size of his, you know, personal attributes. And it was going to be nine inches. And I mean, and he talks about moving to Virginia to be with the love of his life. So none of this was going to happen. But yet he was somehow trying to will it to happen and he wrote it down as as if, you know, he was charting out the life he'd never had. (gasps) After Thomas's daughter found a message from Jesse, Cindy found evidence of her husband's possible infidelity. What she finds is heartbreaking. Love letters exchanged between the two of them, photos and other mementos, and a pair of red panties. She sent red panties, she sent pink panties, she sent, she sent um, one of those best friend kind of necklaces that where you get, it's the heart broken in half, but it was a Jesse on one side and Tommy on the other. And the other thing that uh, she sent, which was, you know, she spent a lot of time doing this. Um, it was, she would get a power ballad, like, um, uh, like a, I don't want to be without you kind of a power ballad. And then she would do a montage for him and send him these montages to just just to stoke his desire and, you know, all the uh, emotions that she was so, she got off on stoking all these emotions in, in, in Thomas Montgomery and the other guys that she was stringing along at the time that he didn't know about. It. 
she come in and she was angry, saying it's, I was leading an 18-year-old girl on that, you know, I shouldn't be doing this and that, and me and her should be working out our problems, not me talking to somebody else. She got angry and told me, she goes, I'm sitting right here. And then I told her, I said, Cindy, it's easier for me to talk to somebody that I can't see. So I won't see the emotions. I says, look at how angry you are now. This must have been devastating for Cindy. The man who she built a life with, raised two children with, was cheating on her with a teenager that he's never even met. She made sure to bring an end to it immediately. Cindy writes her own letter to Jesse, explaining who Tommy really is, along with a picture of their family. The letter read, Enclosed you will find a picture of my family. Let me introduce you to these people. The man in the center is Tom, my husband. There is no Tommy. He is taking advantage of you. You need to be much more cautious with your safety. You will only be hurt by a man who has mastered the art of manipulation and lies. Do not trust words on a computer. Signed, Cindy Montgomery. Jessie is horrified to learn that the handsome young Marine that she had been falling in love with turned out to be a middle-aged man with a family. She immediately cuts ties with Tommy. But Jessie still isn't sure. So she reaches out to one of Montgomery's co-workers, 22-year-old Brian Barrett. When I Met My Murderer Online continues. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Patricia Brown, but you can call me Patches. 22-year-old Brian Barrett was a good-looking college student and perhaps a better fit for Jesse. He confirms for Jesse that Montgomery was, in fact, 46 years old and had a family. Using the screen name Beefcake, he consoles Jesse online and the two begin their own romance. Given how distraught Jesse must have felt after learning the truth, it's no wonder that she would latch on to an actual handsome young man as a rebound. Maybe even as a way to get back at the Marine sniper that never existed. Jesse and Brian would go on to reveal the truth about Thomas and all of the same message boards that Tommy used to frequent. There was really nothing Montgomery could do. He was the one who created this lie, and all of it was being laid out in the same place he had fallen in love online. The comments they made almost made him come off as a pedophile. Montgomery was devastated as he watched Brian and Jesse fall in love in the same chat rooms that he once courted Jesse. Thomas was tormented imagining Brian and Jesse sharing the same intimate moments that he had once shared with her. Soon his devastation turned to rage. He vowed to get his revenge, even messaging Jesse, quote, Brian will pay in blood, end quote. His feelings for Jesse were about to take him to a place of no return. 
but he wasn't the only one who seemed to be upset with the breakup. And then I made a stupid mistake and threatened her. I just told her if she uh, didn't leave me alone, I would come down there and hurt, physically hurt her. Or I would take something away from you that you love, meaning her mom. I would come down and hurt her mom. And uh, so for a while, she didn't talk. Then she came back and talked to me and saying, my mom wants to talk to you. I said, okay, I'll talk to your mom. She came and talked to me and told me to stay away from Jesse. I said, okay, I will, but please tell her to stay away from me too. Reciprocate, you know, your request to your daughter. She said, okay. So a couple weeks went by, nothing. Didn't hear from Jesse, nothing. Next thing I know, Jesse comes back. I said, wait a minute, your mom told me to stay away from you when you were going to stay away from me. She said, well, she'll never know. It seemed that Jesse had regrets of her own. Just like in a real relationship, there's always that pull to go back with your ex, no matter how toxic it may have been. Jesse would reach out to Montgomery, expressing a longing for the relationship she had with Tommy. I ache to be with Tommy. Like a dream come true, Jesse rekindled the romance with the now 47-year-old Montgomery. This must have come as a relief to Montgomery. Not only did he have his tall, hot blonde back in his virtual arms, but the truth about it was out, and he was ready for it. Montgomery was more in love than ever, and his marriage suffered even further. His wife would tell him to get off the computer. He would dismiss her, now fully unashamed of his virtual relationship. But this second wind of romance wouldn't last forever. Jesse cut things off with Montgomery and turns back to Brian. And then that Brian and Jesse are actually making fun of him online and calling him a predator. Journalist Barbara Schroeder. And then, so then he tries to break it off. So that the permutations of this and, you know, who is in love with who at the moment. And it was really surprising me because I I remember there was one moment when I was sitting in front of the stack, like the over... It was like at least a foot high stack of these instant messages that they sent back and forth. And I went through it and I started counting all the times that Thomas Montgomery actually tried to get Jesse to stop. He would say, stop playing me like a yo-yo. Why are you doing this? Is your pain so important to me? And she really enjoyed, got off on, luring him back in whenever he would say, let me go. But he did. It is a fact that Thomas Montgomery tried to quit this situation several times. Never successful, but I counted at least a dozen times where he said, leave me alone, don't talk to me. And she'd lure him right back in. Montgomery's virtual life had crashed around him, and now he was desperate. Brian Barrett is in love with Jesse, and the next step in this love story is to finally meet in person. Brian is about to head out to North Carolina and would be passing Jesse's house on the way back home. Jesse tries to convince him not to come, but by then it was already too late. This is journalist Joe Garner. Meeting in person is a big step for Jesse and Brian. However, Jesse seems reluctant to meet. Perhaps she's just being safe, or maybe it's just too soon after a breakup with Tommy. But before Jesse can call off the visit, her jealous ex catches wind of the proposed trip and is filled with conviction. This is law enforcement expert Eldridge Armstrong. Montgomery's jealousy had finally reached its breaking point. He's no longer content with trying to win Jesse back. He's out for revenge. In 2006, Thomas Montgomery, a 46-year-old factory worker in Buffalo, New York, was using the internet to lure an 18-year-old woman named Jessie from West Virginia online. 
This baffling attempt by an impotent middle-aged husband and father of two daughters, nearly the same age as his new flame, was becoming an intense love triangle with a co-worker named Brian Barrett. In this attempt to deceive, it truly became an intricate online web that Thomas Montgomery weaved. September 15, 2006, Montgomery stands by his car, rifle in hand, and he prepares himself to end this lover's triangle once and for all. Tom! Brian may have been a key factor in this drama, but in Montgomery's mind, the source of his grief and sorrow is still out there. My question for Montgomery would be, hey, how do you feel you have the right to get Jesse back? You have a wife, you have kids, you have no standing in this matter. He should have simply taken his wounds and went away. His body wouldn't be found until two days later when a coworker spotted his truck in the company parking lot. Police arrive on the scene, but Montgomery is long gone. Erie County Detective Ron Kenyon says their first concern was for Jesse's safety. Our immediate fear was if, in fact, uh, it was Tom Montgomery, and if, in fact, he was enraged at the point of shooting Brian Barrett, how was this girl in West Virginia? My fear was, is she alive? So we start, We spent the, the next few hours trying to track down who it might have been. We had a name, and um, we did it two ways. I was in our, our, at that point in time, I was in our dispatch center. Whatever, using driver's license, I can't think how we, all the formal ways. But while I was doing that, one of our younger dispatchers, who's much more computer savvy than me, got onto MySpace and found her there. Police rush to West Virginia, hoping to get to Jesse before Montgomery does. Police arrive at Jesse's house, and her mother answers the door. She seems confused. The police explain the situation and that her daughter Jesse may be in danger. It must have been devastating to learn that so much of your daughter's life was a secret and in turn led to the death of someone she met online. And then, in a stunning turn of events, it appears that Thomas wasn't the only liar. Two can play at the game of deception. Mary was the one behind Tall Hop Blonde, using her daughter Jessie for her likeness, age, and beauty. We can talk about whatever you want. It must have come as a shock to the police to find out that two of the people in this online love triangle were actually catfishing each other. This is Thomas Montgomery. When I found out who she was, I was shocked big time. I, I really thought she was an 18-year-old girl. I mean, she, she played the part to a T. She was a great actress when she did. I mean, even the part that made me think she was really 18 was when she thought she could actually talk to a Marine on a, on a combat mission, sitting in a Humvee with a computer playing a game, talking back and forth. That it made me think she was an 18-year-old blonde that didn't have no sense because there's no way you're going to get a computer out over there. Even though I was older, I, emotionally I was immature. That uh, Once she got me hooked, I was done like a fish on a, on a line. And she was good at it. This went from an older man who was a wannabe sniper Marine, possibly taking advantage of a younger girl playing softball in high school, to the death of Brian Barrett, a young, promising man with a future, caused by two selfish liars who just wanted to feel young again. It's so unfair. So who was Mary Shiler, and how far did her lies go? 
Mary Shiler was a 45-year-old homemaker living in West Virginia who created an online persona based on her real-life daughter, Jessie. She claims it began through boredom, something to pass the time as she stays at home. Very similar to Montgomery, it seems like this online persona starting off small with no intention of becoming serious seemed to get out of hand pretty quickly. Montgomery and Brian weren't the only ones Mary was talking to. They were apparently just two men on a long list of men Mary was lying to online. Mary not only had quantity, but she also took her lie much further. Mary would sneak provocative pictures of her daughter unbeknownst to her. She would even go as far as to get a video up her skirt. These videos and photos would be used to propagate Mary's lie to her list of online relationships. Well, it like that. It was only a matter of time before she better match and things would just go out of complete control. A big question will be how much responsibility does she bear for the murder of Brian Barrett? Of course, we know that she bears 50% of the responsibility. She was a liar. Thomas was a liar. This young man, Brian, was a victim of their lies. But before she can deal with Brian's death, her own house falls apart. When I Met My Murderer Online continues. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Patricia Brown, but you can call me Patches. Mary Shiler was a 45-year-old homemaker who created an online persona based on her real-life daughter, Jessie. Mary's husband divorces her almost immediately. Her daughter can't believe that her mother would invade her privacy and expose her to strangers. But her mother shows no remorse and doesn't understand why Jesse can't just get over it. Mary, the mother, was taking explicit photos of her daughter naked, taking showers, laying in bed to continue this charade of lies. Wow. Amazing. The astonishing part of all of this was the mother's apathy towards the people she hurt. Her actions led to a murder and then the spread of inappropriate photos of her daughter and two broken families. As far as we know, Jessie has cut all ties with her mother. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be. On the other side of this online romance, Montgomery is being arrested for the murder of Brian Barrett. DNA at the crime and photos of his gun cabinet were compelling enough for an arrest. Montgomery would later plead guilty to first-degree manslaughter and receive 20 years in prison. His wife would also proceed to divorce him. Mary was a different case. Since she played no part in the actual murder, there was no law in place that outlined consequences for her part in this. 
But we all know she was guilty and she was wrong and she will reap what she sows. Montgomery believes Mary is as responsible for Brian's death as he is. I think she should be sitting where I am. I really do. She had a lot to do with this too. I would want to know why she did it, you know, why she used her daughter like that. I mean, is she, was, did she have the same problems that I had, you know, lack of communications in her marriage and, and, and this and that, but why use your kid? Why use your real daughter? You could have made up a name or somebody else. That's, that's all I would want to know is why, you know, why she did it. If anything, don't get discouraged about meeting people online. Sometimes it can be a really good thing. There are ways to do it appropriately and safely. That's key. Meet up in a public place. Let friends know you're meeting with someone new and let them know who it is. And don't be afraid to look them up on Google or their own social media. Also, don't give out your number too quickly. It's one of those things where he wasn't a killer. He he was just somebody who got in too deep and really thought that this other person was an 18-year-old girl that he had supposedly fallen in love with. This is J.A. Hitchcock, founder of Working to Halt Online Abuse and HealthAbuse.org. She's also the author of the book True Crime Online. J.A. says that there are signs the person you're involved with online may not be who you think they are. If they're not willing to do like a video, like so that I can see you and you can see me, not to meet in person, asking for money, and then continuing to ask for money. I mean, that's a, a more common way of doing it. I had a former co-worker who, he was obviously in an online romance scam, and to this day, he's still sending her money. Um, and we all know it was somebody from there in South Africa somewhere. We, we, we figured it out, and I even printed out copies of newspaper articles and gave it to him. And I said, this is, no, 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 she really loves me and they're engaged, you know, and it it just, some people are just so far into it, they can't dig themselves out. But the warning signs are there and just people who are so desperate for love don't want to see those signs. Mm -hmm. So even though you can dish out the, the advice, it might not be taken and there's not much you can do about that. J.A. believes people in online romances often don't want to think that they're being duped. In a lot of the online romance things, it's somebody is actually looking for their significant other. They're looking for a real relationship and they get so involved in it and so intertwined in it that even if other people tell them, hey, you know, this sounds really kind of fishy, you should check into it more. Why, you know, why haven't you seen this person on video and um, you know, cause you can use voice changing apps to change your voice, the sound of your voice. So uh, how come you haven't really talked to them on the phone or met them in person or, or done something like that. And they get to a point where they refuse to believe that the person that they're romantically involved with online is not a real person or is not the gender that they say or not the age that they claim to be. And they want to believe that that love is real. Don't, don't make the mistakes I made. Don't sit and keep everything inside. Don't think you can settle your, your problems by talking to somebody on the internet because it, all it does is make it worse. Don't, uh, don't push your family away from you. When you have problems, pull your family in closer so you can be stronger. Because I know, I see the hurt in my kids' eyes every time I see them. 
and it's it just hurts me even more. I mean, the guilt kills me every day. Mary would get off scot-free, with only a broken household to remind her of what she did. But the real tragedy is Brian Barrett. Brian was a promising young man aspiring to be an industrial arts teacher. He was an accomplished athlete, coached a little league during the summer, and helped his dad coach soccer. Luckily, since 2006, online safety has become more available to children and adults. Adults are able to monitor their kids' activity online and catfishing, the process of luring someone into a relationship using a fictional online persona, is now widely known. The reckless actions of two middle-aged adults who didn't know when to quit led to the murder of Brian Barrett online. I'm Patricia Brown, but you can call me Patches. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500.